0: Oh my goodness, folks, I am so, so happy to be bringing you. This as our kickoff episode for season two. So many just gems of wisdom. So you're going to want to get a notepad or be taking some voice notes or something as we go through this episode, because I actually went back and listened to it multiple times because there's just so many good like pockets of wisdom in there for you. But without further ado, I give you the beautiful, the intelligent, Liz Edlick. Let's go. <laughs> Hey there, entrepreneurs, and welcome to today's show. You are in for a treat because this is one conversation I've been looking to toward or forward to for all week. Based on this beautiful human being, let me tell you a little bit more about today's guest. Liz Edlick is the CEO and co-founder with her sister of Radical Skincare. Which, folks, by the way, if you are at home looking for something amazing to do, they have launched a Radical Brand Partner Program, which you're definitely Definitely going to want to take advantage of. But this wonderful light in the world, as I'm going to just refer to her as <laughs> from everything that I've read about her, you know, she put this amazing thing in her LinkedIn bio, which I think you will all really resonate with. And if you don't mind me sharing Liz, um, she put that her radical commitment is living a life full of passion and purpose this might be my favorite line in here, folks, saying yes to creating magical moments while leading with kindness and compassion, feeling awake and alive through inspiring and empowering others, and wait for it, at the end of the day, not forgetting the little things that really matter. And Liz, I'm very much looking forward to this conversation. So thank you so much for being here with me today.
1: Thank you. And I'm thrilled to be here. And thanks for reminding me about my LinkedIn <laughs> bio. I must've been having a really good day that day when I wrote that and feeling very inspired. I to
0: that. <laughs> no, I loved it. And I read it and I was like, oh, we're, th- this conversation's going to be great.
1: <laughs> oh, so thank you so much. And, and yeah. you're such a delight in the world and sharing with other entrepreneurs, yeah. inspiring and lifting us up at times when sometimes we need a little bit more resilience in our life. So thank you yeah. for all that you do.
0: Well, thank you for saying that. So let's jump right in. I know you've had a lot of twists and turns in your journey. As any entrepreneur knows, it is never a straight line. So please start us off from, you know, stockbroker days and all different things that you've been through until current day, so we can share your journey with you.
1: Absolutely. Well, it has been a radical journey and Radical as we define it is pushing boundaries, not taking note for an answer, coloring outside of the lines, not accepting the unacceptable. And so I think as women and entrepreneurs, you know, when you push a boundary and, you, and it's maybe a man's world, that is not acceptable. We can push through it and be more, and we don't have to have the education for it. All we have to do is to have the passion and a purpose greater than ourselves to take us there. And adversity has been one of the greatest drivers that I've experienced in my life, who's made, which has really made me who I am today. And I've taken that diversity and not necessarily, I've, I've leaned into it and reinvented myself. But also I've realized when I've had a failure, I'm never starting over. I'm starting anew with a whole new set of talents and experiences that I'd never had before. Yes. Yes,
0: no, exactly. I just, I've, I've so many friends and very well weathered entrepreneurs who have said that too, like you're constantly refilling that toolbox and, you know, resilience just gives you more of that fuel for the fire for the next chapter. So
1: continue, continue to preach friend. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it was really interesting because going back as far as, you know, someone asked me the other day, you know, what, why did you become an entrepreneur? And it's like, I have no choice. It's just like something that bubbles down inside of you. And I wanted financial freedom. Yeah. I didn't want anyone to control me. I didn't want anyone to tell me, yes, you can do it. No, you can't. I wanted to control my own financial destiny and my own freedom. So from even being very young, I I waitressed and then I'm in there waitressing, you know, passing out pies and, and iced teas or whatever at the Omni International Hotel. And I keep looking outside and these guys with these tall caps on, um, are making like bringing in big bucks, like three, four, 500 a night. And I might be making a hundred, 120, 150 in tips. Well, well, I want to be a door girl. They're like, excuse me. Um, we've never had a door girl. You're going to wear a top hat and valet park cars and, um, lift luggage. And this is heavy luggage. Well, speaking of overcoming adversity, whenever I was bad, my dad would make the kids, me, my sister, and my brother do push-ups. <laughs> so I could like, just to give you an idea of how good or bad I was, I had gotten to the point where I could drop 10, drop, do 10 or a hundred. So <laughs> you could lift luggage is what you're that's saying. <laughs> right, that's right. So I looked at this guy, the manager, and I was like, I can do a hundred ups Bam. I dropped down. He's like, okay, you're hired. So here I was the first door girl, Valley parking cars where guys would pull up in their Porsche and go, "Uh, excuse me, do you know how to drive a stick? Oh gosh. You know? So it's like, it's all good though, because it only, it only gives me more food food for the fire and and enjoying it. And then there was another stage of adversity where my father was um, our father. My sister always yells at me. It's like your father. What about mine? (laughs) Our father. Yeah. Our father was a world famous reconstructive surgeon and burn specialist. And we grew up on a farm and he, instead of, he created steri strips, those little strips that actually are for wound closure versus sutures. Yeah. And he gave that to Minnesota Mining because he was committed to making a difference and changing the landscape of medicine as opposed to taking even a royalty. So he was on the salary at University of Virginia and there was this this investment advisor that ended up losing a lot of his hard earned savings and we were gonna lose our farm. And there was no one in our family that knew I was the oldest and the oldest and no one knew anything about finance. So I'd never had a finance class. I knew nothing about it. I was working at the American Heart Association and I said, someone has to fix this. So I became a stockbroker and I did. I became knowledgeable in the area of finance and money management, but I had never had one class. So just to ring that home again, that it really doesn't matter what your education has been in the past. What matters is your passion and having a purpose bigger than yourself. And so after I fixed our own financial issues with our family, I realized that there were a lot of other people that may need my services because they in fact could be taken advantage of and lose a lot of their financial wealth or security. So I became one of the top stockbrokers and I referred to third parties, money managers, Mm -hmm. because I was young, I was 24, 25. And so since I didn't have 20, 30 years of a background, I became in a partnership with other people that did. Yeah. And through that, I raised close to a billion dollars. Wow. And so from that far back, that was a lot of money. But again, never having a class in that area, just the passion and purpose to do it. And I said, I'm going to create health and wealth and security for others. And I did. And then I started getting bored because it was never really something that I was excited about doing. Mm. I happened to have stumbled it, stumbled into it, using that resilience and adversity as a driver. Mm. And then I went and started to do venture capital. I was like, I really love entrepreneurs, and I want to fund their dreams. So I took some of my the money that I'd earned and some of my clients that were passionate about um, new businesses. And I invested in a business, uh, a diet company that was actually on television in an infomercial. And it was called the six day bio diet. Yes. And I knew nothing about infomercials, nothing about diet, nothing about nutraceuticals. Again, had no education in that area, but I was like, this is a great idea. It made sense. It was an all natural juice cleanse system. Yeah, And I invested in it. What I didn't think about is the management attached to it. And so they started running through money. And my sister, I had come out from Virginia and was working there. And she called me one day and she said, Liz, my check just bounced. I was okay. like, that's not possible. I just raised you know, over $2 million and it was possible. Wow. So then I had to come in, take over the com- company, a company in industry and in consumer product marketing. I knew nothing about and being on television, I had to take over a company to save the fact that he'd lost all that money. Wow. And to save my clients money as well as my own. So that's how I actually launched into products, services, television. And then I, we actually started doing that with celebrities and extending their brand through products. So the story again, is that, that arc where as you have adversity, you need to roll up your sleeves, figure it out. That's what we do as entrepreneurs. We figure it out. yeah, And we attract and pull in mentors, podcasts, opportunities, surround ourselves with the best of the best to help us take us in the direction of our dream, which eventually led to radical skincare, which we had just launched my sister and I um, over 11 years ago.
0: Wow. Wow. I mean, you hit the nail on the head right there. Is that Well, let me, let me back up. I have so many thoughts, so many thoughts as I'm hearing this amazing story is that, you know, you've said time and time again, it's not like you went in with a college degree and these topics. So for our listeners that are at home going, well, I don't know enough about money, or I don't know about enough about insert, whatever that may be here but you know enough about yourself. And I've always been a big advocate as it sounds like you are too about will and skill, right? Like if you have the will to do it, the other things can come after it. And it sounds like you're, you're living proof of exactly that, right? Well,
1: and I encourage everyone just to take a dose of their own passion and purpose. And it really will yeah. take them there. And like you said, it is the will to do it, right? That is what it's being in action is what will separate Yes. Anyone that's listening from everyone else. Yeah. That's what separates us. It's you can listen to the podcast, but are you going to do something about it? Right. Yeah. Are we going to take these little jewels and take it with us to make us a best version of ourselves? Yeah. And when I, here we are in, we had a skincare, we launched some different skincare brands on television and QVC and worked with different celebrities. And then my sister developed rosacea. Her face, if you go to RadicalSkincare.com, you will see her face is bright, red, bumpy, inflamed. After her second child, she had rosacea and I had adult acne. Adult acne, all of a sudden, like it wasn't already over when we were, you know, kids. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It comes back and it's yeah, like, wait a minute. Didn't I already
1: something. do this? Yeah. Didn't <laughs> I do this? I think I saw this movie. Thanks I for did, I did. Yeah. And so it, that came back as adult acne with hormones and my sister's face when she had her second child with rosacea and just aging, you know, gravity was real. And I was noticing just that I was looking more tired and my skin was drier and I just didn't, I I didn't feel like I was recognizing who I was looking at in the mirror. Yeah, And I said, Rach, here we've had access to some of the best scientists in the world and our dad. So we were not new to science or skincare. So we went back to the lab. We harnessed the brilliance of our dad, and we said we need to fix her skin. And because we had gone to doctors, dermatologists, she was on three topical and two oral antibiotics, and they said it was chronic and she would never get off of them. And that was not radical, right? No. We wouldn't. We weren't going to accept the unacceptable. We were going to push boundaries. We weren't going to take no for an answer and we were going to go figure it out. And that's what we did. And we created a uh, proprietary technology that we call Trilacel. So it's the power of three. We combined the antioxidants, multiple of them to defend against free radical damage. Then we had the highest level of, of reparatives to fix the problems and the areas that we wanted to fix. And then finally, skin calming actives. So it would you could put it on very very sensitive skin. Yeah. So it became the strongest formula for sensitive skin, and we never intended to sell it. What? Wait a minute. What? I don't think I read that part anywhere. I was looking. Yeah, we never intended. You're to like sell I just it. wanted to use it. I just wanted to fix my own no, stuff. We just wanted to fix our own skin was <laughs> a selfish endeavor using yeah. the assets and opportunity and access that we had, and it started working so well for Rachel. Rachel's skin clean, cleared up in two weeks. Oh as did mine, and people started stopping me for the first time and saying, excuse me, uh, ma'am, what do you use on your skin? I was like, Rachel, this is so weird. <laughs> and we would always bring little party gifts to our girlfriends when we would have you know, a lunch and they were saying, all right, whatever you put in these little plastic bottles, I wanna know about it because this stuff yeah. is amazing. And it was radical. And literally the, the name came to us overnight, came to me overnight. And we were thinking, well, what could does something we've created that can help so many people do sitting on our counter, our bathroom counter, or just in our friends that know us in this circle. We, we are not doing anything that is a legacy. Like our father overcoming adversity, he developed multiple sclerosis. So not only was he one of the most well-known reconstructive surgeons in the world. But with MS, he ended up being immobile from the neck down in his wheelchair. So how's that for a dose of adversity? Right. Still published 3,000 peer peer-reviewed journal articles in a wheelchair. So we had radical DNA running through our blood and said, who are we to create something that can make such a radical difference in people's lives and not share it? Yeah. And so we did. And so we got the best of the best in prestige skincare because we'd never done that before. Mm -hmm. Again, not knowing how to do it, but we got the best to be involved that believed in our passion, our purpose. And we took that to 17 countries, 900 stores in just three years. Wow. And I remember reading that it was word
0: of mouth, correct? But did a it lot of the stuff right for you. you guys didn't really spend a lot of marketing dollars, which I think in yeah. itself speaks volumes of the effort and the product and the integrity that was behind it as well. And the mission.
1: That's right. And that's, and that's really true. But what we found was amazing. Michelle, as we were going around the world, my sister and I opened up all the stores. We would train all the people on the, yeah. you know, on the floor And we did all the press, dealt with, you know, met with the bloggers, et cetera. But what we realized is, yes, they loved Radical. We won all these awards. We graced the covers and the insides of Oprah to Cosmo to Elle, you name it. But what we realized is when we were on the ground talking to women, we realized that they wanted to reignite the passion and the hope and the vision within them, that they realized that how they were feeling on the inside was felt by the world. So while I could change their skin, unless I could help them feel re-inspired and go after their dreams and give them the tools to get there, then we were only halfway there. We'd only accomplished just part of what we were meant to do. And that's when we wrote our book, Get Radical, Secrets to Creating a Life You Love, which is basically a compilation of all of the mentors' radical access and interviews with some of the greatest people that I've ever met that have inspired me during my adversity, during my hard times, um, to take us in that direction. And so we wanted to share that with others. Yeah, no, I mean, I have the book. I told you I am, I am excited to read it. I'm so
0: excited. It came in the mail. My, my five-year-old was ripping open the box and I I was was like, back away. I'm like, this is mine. Um, you know, and I and I love the fact that you said that because so often we are, you know, looking from the outside in at filling our value and in understanding our worth as women. But you're exactly right; both has to be done. And I think a lot of the times, especially as a woman who has had two children and um, in my forties, when your entire skin and your entire body starts to kind of change on you. You already have the doubts in your mind from the inside. And then the outside starts to revolt as well. And oh my goodness, like, how do you continue to walk and make radical moves in your life when you're feeling that way, right?
1: Well, it is how we're feeling. Constant journey is not only our book, but we have, you know, we view radical, like the cornerstone of radical is transformation. Yes. So it's transforming your skin, but it's also transforming your life. Yeah. So if you think of a skincare regime, like a serum, mm-hmm. a serum is about targeting areas, right? It is active ingredients to target areas you want to transform. Yeah. Well, every single one of our products is actually attached to a radical ritual. Because right. when, you, when you interview, and you've interviewed so many, and so many brilliant people, many times you'll hear that it's how you start your day Yes, it is. How you end your day mm-hmm. is the quality of your life and how you'll push on. Yes, So it's, it's having gratitude, identifying, you know, 10 new things that you're grateful for. So we do that when you're using your moisturizer, infuse mm-hmm. yourself with that grat- gratitude, you know, mm-hmm. so you do that and like a targeted, your targeted serum, you'll be reminding yourself, what are your goals? What is it that you really want? And see it like a movie in your mind. You know, your eye cream, eyes visualization. So, when you're using your eye cream, taking that moment to see and visualize and feel what you feel like when you're attaining your dream. So, one of the most important things is there's radical skincare, there's radical self care, having rituals in your life that you commit to for yourself to take you in the direction of your dreams, creating radical mentors around you and looking at do I want to be in their shoes in five years and if you don't then you need to reach further for someone that inspires you yeah so there's there's all of these that's that's what we've put in our book and and you know information is free and it's waiting for every person because you know more now than ever I think that everyone wants to share with one another. What was that little nuance that once I tweaked that I was on my journey and, and the pandemic was another radical opportunity where there's so many people that have been reinventing themselves and needing to really exercise a lot of resilience against adversity. Yes. Yes. And so, as sisters on a mission to make a radical difference, <laughs> we said, okay, here we've got our skincare sitting on all these shelves in all these stores, and we're giving all the profit or a lot of the profit to the big retailers like the Saks, the Sephora, the mm-hmm. Barney's New York, you name it, Harrods. We said, what if we were to take our product off of the shelf and reinvent radical in a way that we could take our product? To the heart and homes of other female entrepreneurs to share what they love with people they love and they would keep the profit what if this became a journey where we were impacting and transforming people's lives where their purpose became our promise yeah. and their dreams became an effort of what we wanted to give them radical access to achieve so that's been like the latest chapter where if you're sitting at home and you're saying, well, I don't have the money or I've, I'm raising my kids now, or, you know, I lost my full-time job and now I'm working part-time or you're feeling isolated because through COVID, so many people were online and were Zoom and before it used to be, you know, gatherings. So it is the process of reinventing, but it's also an amazing opportunity to create the best you because what you're learning, the extra mo- moments of time to work on yourself yeah, allows you to shine even more brightly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just... I love the fact that number one, you've rolled all, a lot of my favorite things <laughs> into a skincare line, right? <laughs> Which is absolutely beautiful. And I think even if you're looking at it from just a pure mental health standpoint, the first thing any, you know, that I've at least been told in my mental health journey is go back to basics and what those basics are is taking care of your skin, going through your rituals in the day, and then finding the different depths of value from that. And then, you know, using them as building blocks. because oftentimes I hear from women, well, I don't have the time right? Like you just said, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't have the insert whatever that may be, but you know, you can start small by using like one of your products and empowering yourself. And therefore the ripple effect that you guys have created by shifting gears, um, has got to be pretty immense because it's exactly that one woman and women, we're good like that. We see one do it. And then we're like, well, if she can do it, I can do it and the empowerment is endless at that point. So I imagine that you will see an incredible ripple effect throughout communities with what you're putting forth, right?
1: That is what's been happening and we've been growing like a thousand percent every month. It's crazy, but it's it's because of what it's radical access also to a community that matters. Yes. Right? We talk about things that matter. We do our deep dive once a month. We, we talk about a chapter in the book. We pull mentors that we've had onto our community platforms to help inspire and empower. And we go through the radical rituals. So <clears throat> writing your goal, write it down, write it in the yes. present tense. Thank you. It's yes. important to put that pen to paper yes. every day and read it. Be specific with dates and numbers have something that scares and excites you. It's got to be something that it's not like 20% more than you did last year. Of course you can do that. Yeah. Has yeah. To be, what would I feel like? What would my world look like if I did this? Yes. If I was living into that, if I was having yeah. these kind of communities or conversations and that's really important. Also, even shown to be more powerful than antidepressants is the state of gratitude. Yes, absolutely. So identifying or writing down 10 new things you're grateful for. Why new things? Train your brain to look for the good and not for the bad.
0: Yeah. It's, it's amazing with gratitude because you're exactly right. Because I, and I always tell folks who are, I always get the excuses as a coach. I don't want to write it down. Well, there's apps for that folks. So, but either way, you know, mm-hmm. you're exactly right. It becomes, it's almost like I treat it almost like a game sometimes where my mind will start to search out the different things for the list. Right. So as you get, you know, it doesn't, you can start small, but it is such a powerful and underrated tool for it, that can change the trajectory of your entire life when you're purposely seeking out the things that you're grateful for.
1: Absolutely. And to that end, gratitude has another uh, effect that's very, very powerful. So people talk about the law of attraction all the time. Yeah. And Bob Proctor actually, who was in the secret wrote the uh, forward to our book and is yeah. you know, like my second. I dad. love him. I'm a big fan. I'm a big love him. Fan. He's amazing. Amazing. And one of the things that he's very clear about, and so many other teachers are, is that the law of attraction, it actually starts with the law of vibration. And another way of saying that is having high, good energy, right? Mm -hmm. So when you are feeling grateful, you've raised your vibration or your energy or your Mm -hmm. outlook, and therefore you're able to attract more to you of what you really want. So the law of attraction comes after increasing your law of vibration. Cause if you're in a really bad place or having a bad day, you ever know how it just starts to pile on each other. That's when they say, you know, stop the momentum, go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I like to say like the The quote
0: that's like, when you're going through hell, keep going. I usually say, Nick, no, no, no. When you're going through hell, just stop, (laughs) Stop. (laughs) stop, (laughs) breathe, reevaluate
1: whatever you need to do.
0: Sometimes you keep going, but you're exactly right. When it piles on, sometimes you need to take yourself off the playing field for a moment
1: for a minute and recalibrate, get your energy back up, seeing what what is possible. So you can Mm -hmm. attract what is there for you because whatever you're seeking is seeking you. And you know, anyone listening today, the fact that you have this podcast, that you're of such service to women around the world, you know, whatever the message is that you are seeking, you're probably hearing this message because it was seeking you to inspire you to no matter what the facts are, facts don't matter. They always change. Your education doesn't matter. What matters is your passion. And your the will to do it and taking massive action in the direction of what you want. Yeah. I
0: mean, we have a saying in our house, I I use it with my, my little one a lot. And I say, well, is it a fact or is it a feeling, right? So that we can start to kind of figure out which one is fueling you and which one is also, you know, stalling you in a sense, right? Because facts can be paralyzing, right? And can kind of write the criteria for, for limiting, what your potential could be. But that feeling, that faith, that, that trust that, you know, I'm a big believer of trust in the universe will provide, like you said, the energy you put out will set the stage for what your next steps are is, is so much more powerful than any degree that you could obtain or any school you could go to or anything like that.
1: And I love how you said um, the other day you were saying when you think there's a fact or something that's coming up against you, you say, is that really true?
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah. If you're in the middle of negative self-talk,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, is that really true?
0: Yeah. Is there
1: really evidence? Yes. And even if there is evidence that in that moment, that feels true, the beautiful thing is that the next moment is a brand new moment. Exactly. So yeah. even if, you know, just the fact one marriage didn't work doesn't mean that the next one won't or the next relationship won't because you're starting in a whole new place. Every moment we have the opportunity to reinvent ourselves. And it's all about what are we planting in the garden of our mind? I think about it like our real estate. It's such valuable real estate. Who are we allowing to live in our mind? Mm -hmm. Talk to us like that. Who gave us that opinion? It's totally inappropriate. We're going to plant flowers to bloom and a garden that's lush and fertile, or we can plant weeds. What yeah. are we watching? What are we listening to? Whether it's on television or the people that we surround ourselves with. You know, it's all about that real estate and protecting that real estate dearly because yeah. who, whoever and whatever can take up residence in your mind. That doesn't support you needs to be evicted <laughs> it's yes just, yeah they they do and
0: it's interesting because it becomes a practice and i've noticed over the years and i've had other entrepreneurs that are kind of in the same mentality that we're speaking about here say too like it becomes jarring when you come up against somebody who does not think that way because you're so used to planting the correct soil that you're like whoa like you forget that that's even a way of being So, which are always is a good reminder for me that I'm on the right path in a way. So it's a good, it's a good kind of dichotomy of like, wow, like maybe I was here 10 years ago. So for those of you who haven't even started on that, it's also social proof that that can be a thing that happens, you know, as you go through and you change, you will notice the differences that you bring to the world and that others are attracted to you as well. And the feeling between that.
1: And just like Again, our radical rituals. We use our exfoliating pads, right? remove <laughs> dead skin, the dead yeah. dull skin that 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 hampers your glow. Yeah. Because you want to reveal your glow below. Yes. Well, we say that while you're removing this dead dull skin, remove fear, doubt, worry, remove mm-hmm. the negative self-talk, and or people in your life yes. that don't stand for where you want to go. And as you Start to change the conversations as you evict certain thoughts and or people or mindsets from the real estate in your mind. The important thing is to fill it back up with other occupants that are speaking into where you want to go. Right. Speaking into where you want to go. What a powerful
0: power. Oh my goodness. I just showed my Boston right there. Powerful, powerful (laughs) (laughs) phrase that is right there because I, you know, it is, it is very true who you're surrounding yourself with folks. And I think it's, it's very hard for people, especially when they're releasing others or releasing things in their lives, because some of those things might've been some of the closest things to you. And I think, you know, releasing the dead skin is one of the closest things to you as well. So it's a fantastic way to kind of approach that because just because it's close to you does not necessarily mean, mean it's meant to be close to you for every chapter
1: that's of right. your life,
0: <laughs> which is something yeah. to remember.
1: And you'll see just like you shed the old skin that's yeah. no longer valuable and no longer serving you. And it's, it's hard because I have shed certain people in my life.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and I am—I'm Cancer. I'm the Crab. I always want to hold on, whether it's to you know. <laughs> I just recently divorced, so you can only imagine. I had to cut off every single tentacle I had yeah. before I said, "Okay, fine, this is it." And it was really hard. The same with friendships. Like, mm-hmm. how could I have a friend for twenty years and we're no longer, yeah. you know, same together? And that—it it is there is a—a a sadness. But there is like you were together to be together, to be partners on a part of the journey. Yeah. And now you are going to the next level of your journey with all of the toys you brought with you and all of the binds that you brought with you. Yeah. And now it's time to elevate yourself and start to look for what you want and not what you don't want. Yeah. And really the only one that can defend you from being in those environments is you. Yeah, exactly. And that's it. Exactly. That's and, and we, we did a, um, a call last night on our radical deep dive about chapter six. I think that was radical decision-making. And one of the most important things is that people think if, if you're out there and you're saying, and you hear yourself saying, well, I'm not really ready to make that decision yet. You have to be clear, you just did. So whether it's changing a relationship, changing your job, going to the gym, not eating foods that don't support you, whatever it is, if you say, well, I'm not quite ready to do that, just be clear. Today, Mm -hmm. I'm choosing not to go to the gym. Today, I'm choosing to stay in this relationship. Today, I'm choosing to eat the potato chip, french fries and the, the, you know, whatever and we that is where the power comes from is understanding we are in the power of choice in the driver's seat and it's not a runaway train and if you think Mm -mm. it is you need to get back into the driver's seat yeah and understand that every single choice even not making a decision is the choice
0: yes, that's exactly. Right. If you're not changing, you're choosing
1: kind of that's a right. thing. And I, and I think there's something to be that. said,
0: yeah, there's something to be said that's empowering about that too, because I'm a big believer, you know, people will say, well, I didn't have a choice. You, you may not have had a choice in the action. If you were backed into a corner or you were in a, you know, you hear this a lot about folks who were in Holocaust, in the Holocaust, like who, who maintained the power of choice of their mindset throughout it right so whether you're going through adversity or kind of navigating things that maybe you can't take the action right because i know i have some some girlfriends who would prefer to no longer be married but financially maybe that is not a thing that is can happen at the moment or whatever the reason may be but choosing to make a plan, choosing to have a different mindset, choosing to step into an opportunity, you know, like your brand partnership thing or something like that, that could change yeah. your the trajectory of your life. And that's scary, but also one of the most empowering feelings, at least I've ever had as a human being. Yeah,
1: yeah. absolutely. And its I was talking to someone and, and I don't know where it comes from, but they were saying, you know, the people that would look out of a prison cell Yeah, one person would see the stars or the sun and the other would see the mud
0: yeah yeah and I think there was was also
1: available it
0: is it is there's
1: speaking of it's like where we put our focus yeah it is actually that right yeah like where we put our focus and my girlfriend Cynthia Kersey the um who founded the Unstoppable Foundation that supports children uh, in africa and build schools and give them the five pillars of sustainability especially yeah. women um it's interesting because she was going through a divorce and no longer liked her job and the whole thing you know every area that they say she was moving divorce and didn't and <laughs> like her job and she went to her mentor and her mentor she says what do i do what do i do i'm so miserable he goes, you're just going to have to give your way out of it you've got to just start to give yeah keep giving and giving and giving and giving because it's a law of the universe. So give to someone less fortunate than you change your focus mm-hmm. to something that isn't on yourself. And it's, it's a very interesting concept because it is, it's in giving we receive. Yes. And it just is the law and it changes your vibration also, right? Mm-hmm. When you're giving or you give to someone less fortunate, all of a sudden your gratitude meter goes on yes. because you go, Wow. I'm complaining about that. And this is the circumstance that this person is contending. You know, the laws comparison can be a brutal law where when you're comparing yourself to someone else, it doesn't make any sense because then you're never good enough, never enough, never enough. That doesn't support you because all you can be is the best you can be. And everyone needs to hear your expression of your voice, your expression of what you're passionate about. Even if someone else did it before you, yeah, people are going to hear you a different way, but mm-hmm. you also can have a state of relativity when you see others in a less fortunate position than you're in and you go, okay, time to put my big girl pants on and pull them up and go one foot in front of the other, even if it's little steps baby steps to the gym, baby steps to yeah. writing my goal, bathing, baby steps to meditating, you know, and the tools are out there. The tools are out there and they're out there. They're on this podcast. They're in our book. They're part of our radical community. And they're, they're, they're waiting. They're there yeah. waiting to be used. Exactly,
0: right. exactly. And thank you for saying that the baby steps part of that as well, because I'm, I know when the, when the, pod, when the podcast, when the pandemic started, you know, I just, I focused so many of my clients on it. I focused on it. So many of my women friends focused on it. And it's um, I'm going, I'm going to paraphrase it in a very poor way, but I'm going to try. Um, it's the Glennon Doyle quote that says um, about like, just keep going. You don't have to go fast. You don't have to do anything crazy, but you do have to keep moving forward, like slowly, steadily, whatever it may be. Um, but you do have to keep moving forward. And then that momentum, like we mentioned before can be, can be a
1: life-changing event. And you never know, like the law of gestation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. know we're talking about the garden in our mind, right. Our real estate. We never know when it's actually going to turn over and come to fruition yes never know when we're going to reap the benefit of the seeds that we've sown i have a really amazing story and this again the facts don't matter they always change so i just sold our beach house going through divorce selling our our beach house which was a house i designed and it was our dream house and on Mm -hmm. and on and I put a number on it that was a really big number. And my ex was like, this is absurd. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. You are the laughing stock, everyone knows. So I put it at a very high number. I reduced it to another high number, 26.5 million. And again, Liz, per square foot. Do you know what that means? There will not have been another house at that square footage to have sold in the coast of all these facts. It's like, it doesn't matter. This house is selling for that. And it was on and on. I kept writing every morning. I'm so happy and grateful now that Il Pelicano sells for $26.5 million. and, And, you know, buy, and I would put a date. And I did every morning, every morning. And, and I would look every morning at the, the mornings before, which were months and months and months. And I was like, God, I know this stuff works. I know it does. Why isn't, why isn't anyone coming and buying my house for 26.5? So the doubt, the worry, the fear, of course. and then the judgment of others saying I've, I've lost, you know, I'm, I'm off my rock. Fine. Doesn't matter. Just keep going, Liz. Just keep going. Keep writing. Staying to what you know is true. And believe in that value. Believe in what you're sharing with someone else. They want it. Whatever I have, they are seeking. And own that. So again, I keep writing, writing. Finally, it's the pandemic. Or before, just before. And we decide to take the house off the market. And he wants to reprice the house. He wants to get the hot realtor. And I had it with a girlfriend who'd been with us for 20 years. And I said, a sale like that will change the trajectory of her life and her family. Exactly. The guy that's the hot one that the lemming follow. He's barely going to you know it's a blip on a radio screen. Right.
0: It's a multifaceted mission, which by the way, is yeah. like your company, which is how you exactly. live.
1: So, yeah. Exactly. I'm going to empower and I'm going to you know, stay true to these fundamentals. Well, we took it off the market. So think of the facts. It's no longer listed. I've taken it off the market. We're interviewing this other agent, but I'm demanding that the one that's a girlfriend stay on it. But I still don't. I just won't do it. I won't do it. I won't do it. I won't do it. I won't. I won't drop the price. And I don't relist it. Out of the blue is a phone call from a guy who had rented the house 12 years earlier for him and his family. And he said, I see your house is off the market. It's been my favorite house for years and years. I will pay you won every single dollar of the last price you had it listed for, 26.5 million. Oh, I love it. I don't want a discount. I don't want to negotiate with you. Every dime, I'm going to pay you. It wasn't listed. It came out of the blue and it was from someone 12 years earlier that had experienced Il Pelicano. And on top of it, I looked in this, my gratitude to my goal journey journal page after page month after month after month, just trying to believe in the unbelievable, knowing that it will make the impossible possible. And that goes back to what you had said earlier, faith. Yeah. Right? If you just put in the time, the work and the practice, it has to come Yeah. because who you are is what you're attracting your alignment with what you believe, like really believe, what you really want in your gut, it's coming. You just may not know when and how and from where. It wasn't from someone going to look at a house. It was from someone who rented the house 12 years earlier. And by the way, law of karma, he was so in love with the house that he wanted to recreate it for himself in the state that he lived in. Wow. And the and everything. And so I gave him my designer discount and gave him every single um, vendor so that he could buy whatever he wanted and wanted nothing for it, just for him to have his dream. Yeah. You paid it forward. And, and, and again, multifaceted in the fact that
0: you're a friend who was the realtor, <laughs> you know, that probably jumpstarted a whole different chapter of her life as well. And you served a lot of people with, with sticking to your dream, which again, that ripple effect and having that faith, especially in the face, face of adversity folks, um, you know, it is the ability of embracing the spectrum of emotions and having the faith in continuing to move forward as you did. That is a beautiful story, friend. <laughs> Such it is a, it is a
1: beautiful one. And I'm, and I'm so grateful, right. that you talk about gratitude. I'm so grateful, but it would have been so much easier to just agree yeah. with all the realtors that told me that my square foot, the dollars per square foot, were way out of whack. To agree with my ex husband that, okay, I'm the laughing stock. I've just kind of, you know, I'm off my rock. No, you know, I, I'm wrong. It would have been so much easier just to roll over and be done with it. Right. It didn't. And yeah. so it shows you, you don't know how close you are to the finish line. So don't quit. Right. Just keep Feeling and wanting what you want, but want it in your gut. You've got to want it enough to have the will to do what it takes to get there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think you and I have probably both experienced those moments where we did roll over. Those still haunt me a little bit sometimes. I'm like, oh, I knew this was wrong. You know, and I think it, it becomes, again, like we were speaking earlier. About when the chaos is swirling around you, maintaining that inner sense of calm does allow you to hear your own gut, to make decisions that are in alignment with
1: yourself and to to keep that level of faith, which is beautiful. I I was at uh I have a house in the Bahamas and I was there working out with a trainer, and it's just all of a sudden it was calm and beautiful, and there were these massive waves and this huge storm rolled in. in the water because we were doing water exercises. Right. And I started thinking, isn't this like life? (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's so calm. Next thing out of nowhere is this rogue storm that comes and the waves are so high, but you know what I realized in that moment, if I would dive beneath all of the rough stuff up top, all of the waves, all of that velocity, a frantic motion. If I would dive deep, yep, it was quiet down there. Exactly, it was quiet. So even though you could feel like there's a storm swirling around you, and things change so quickly, you're like, where did that come from? Take that moment to dive deep. And I've tried for years to meditate, and until I started working with Master Co. Um, Master Co. You can find him on Instagram at co_master_co. He's amazing, and what I love is I'm a heady person, so I always want to know too. why. Right yeah, me too. You know? Yep. Why am I doing this? Okay, so, you know, tell me. It's kind of like the science of our insides out yeah. skincare. Yep. And if you can't tell me all the facts why this is going to be better, then <laughs> how gotta, do I solve you know, this? Where do I get the facts? Right? That brain thing first, you know, yeah. to take to the next level. Yeah, and that's what I love. He does these lectures, so I'm able to while I'm brushing my teeth and I'm getting my tea in the morning or my lemon water. I'm listening to the lecture and then after his 20, 30 minutes, and then it's time to meditate and his meditation is transdenominational; It doesn't matter what you believe in. It's not religious. It's just walking you through visualization and a moment where you're using your energy to give and love to others. And what that does is it cleanses you yes. because you're focusing on love and giving. hmm And so it's really fascinating. It really has changed my life in so many ways. These radical rituals that sometimes I don't feel like it. As you said the other day, it's like, if we actually run our life by what we feel like doing, we are definitely not putting anything in our GPS. No, I would be curled in a ball. (laughs) Right. It's like, if we don't post what we want in our GPS of where we're going, we won't get there. Exactly. Yeah. And I
0: think that again, coming full circle on this lovely conversation is having that mission that's bigger than yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Having that thing that on the, on the shitty days, on the times when it's tough, when the waves are coming and maybe you don't have the ability to go under it and you're getting smacked in the face by it, that, you know, you have something bigger than you and outside of you so that you can reconnect to that that larger mission and reconnect to the world, really not to be cheesy, but it is about reconnecting to the, 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 the world that you play a part in and how everybody's kind of cosmically connected. Now I'm getting woo-woo for folks at home. (laughs) Um, but I believe it. I think it really is true around that energetic force. Um, so is there any last kind of bits? This is such a, I feel like, again, I could speak to you for hours about this stuff, but are there any kind of last last bits you want to leave for our audience?
1: Follow your dream and don't be afraid to reignite your hope deep inside.
0: Yeah. Beautiful.
1: What do you want? Like, really, what do you want? Not what you think you can have in the current situation. Not what you think that life has dealt you this particular hand. The facts don't matter. They always change. What do you really want? How do you want to feel? What would that, what could that look like? And step into that. And, you know, we'd love to have you part of our radical community. You can come to radicalskincare.com, click on, you know, join, become a radical brand partner. Mm-hmm. And our commitment is your purpose. And so where you want to go is where we want to help take you there and providing the access and the vehicle and the opportunities to surround you with that support and community to take yeah. you there as well as, well as financial freedom. Right. So um, I'm really grateful to spend this time. I'm hoping that there's something that will have touched and spur- spurred someone onto knowing, okay, I'm re-engaging in what I know to be true because what yeah. we know to be true is how you're feeling on the inside is felt by the world. How you're feeling on the inside is what you'll attract.
0: And Mm -hmm. it's listening
1: to shows like yours, Michelle, that will help them break through.
0: Yeah, no, I I couldn't have said all that better myself, friends. So, I mean, yeah, folks, I mean, take this as a homework assignment, ladies, listening, gentlemen, whoever you are, take it as a homework assignment to go and actually and genuinely ask yourself what you want, not again, what you think you should want, what your, you know, your circumstances dictate, but what do you want? And don't be afraid to dream with it as well. Um, so Liz, I am going to put all of your information in our show notes, folks, make sure you go check out their programs, check out their skincare lines. It's beautiful. I'm excited to try it myself. Um, and you know, thank you so much for imparting a a boatload of wisdom. This is one of those episodes. I'm going to go re-listen to myself.
1: (laughs) So thank you so much, Liz. Thank you. Really loved it. Thanks, Michelle.
0: Well, this episode gave me a lot of food for thought. I don't know about you. I mean, Some of her stories just straight up gave me chills. Some of the wisdom, you know, that she imparted was just absolutely beautiful. And I got to say, like, sometimes resilience is a radical act. You know, sometimes you are going to take a left when people say to take a right. Sometimes you are just going to be with yourself and be with your thoughts. And that in itself can be radical to some people. So if you're going forward in your week this week, remember that you can ground yourself, ground yourself in your rituals, ground yourself so that you can think and that you can hear your own thoughts. And remember that that is a radical act folks. All right. If uh, next week's, let me go to next week's first before I give you the tagline at the end. So next week's episode, I am speaking With the brilliant Henry Kaminsky Jr. And I got to say, he's kind of Russell Brunson's, one of his right hand men when it comes to design, but he also has an incredible origin story and he's the founder of Unique Designs. So you do not want to miss what he has to say, folks. And as always, if you like, love, you know, feel good about this podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, all of the cool things that go with that. And tell a friend because who couldn't use a little more resilience in their life, right? See you later.